Andrew, do you want to take the intro this week? Oh, of course I do. Of fucking course I do. Because normally, normally the intro is a torch passed around as sometimes an air of burden, sometimes sometimes <laughs> something that we don't want to do. But today, I am I am more than happy. I am ecstatic to do the intro because you know we have we have the four regular boys, myself, Charlie. Like who cares? We also have guest Mr. James Allen McCune. Hey, that's fuck. Creepy. I love this man. James? I've returned. James, it's been a long time since we've had you on the show. Why don't you give a refresher course in who you are and what you do and why you're such a handsome man to anyone who might have popped on later on the bandwagon? Well, I am a professional boyfriend to all of these boys. Uh, <laughs> I played an accidental pedophile on television once. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've currently started to tread on their uh, their territory by getting into the online space. I, I used to produce for Sugar Pine 7. Oops, still produce for Sugar Pine 7. Uh, <laughs> Did you just announce yourself quitting? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to I don't want to say anything about what that means or what it doesn't mean. Oh, I no. am pleading a fifth. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, that's me. That's, that's, that's not, there's not much to me other than a lot of syllables and, uh, a big variety of, uh, sounds that fall out of my mouth on a regular basis. They're just the best kinds of sounds though, James. They we, are. we love those sounds burping. that come out of your mouth. We missed you. Your name came up. Uh, I missed you. Last week we had on Michael Reeves, who is, uh, oh. who's from Hawaii, which is uh, supremely inferior to my home place, Turkey, by the way. And he's an <laughs> engineering student, I think. Or was he programmer? I forget now. But he makes uh, fuck all engineers, by the way, especially the ones who make planes. You ass. That's such a wide net you wow. cast just now. Yeah. <laughs> fuck all engineers. All engineers. <laughs> fuck pilots too. Go through planes taking off and landing. Both of those. I oh god, it's so terrible. <laughs> Instead of but, crashing like a badass. Yeah, fuck their safety. Guys. Fuck their safety features. I'm going to nosedive into the terminal. I'm slowly coming to terms with flying where I, I still don't feel safe, but I just think, well, I'm on the plane now, so if I'm going to die, I'll die. You know? <clears throat> I think Nothing that's where I've do. gotten to. It's just not supposed to happen. We're not supposed to go that fast or that high. People are not supposed to do that. It's, it's, it's unnatural. unnatural. Yeah. It's very scary when you it's think about it. It's not good. So it cars. Yeah, cars. Fucking. Tr Do you guys know when they first invented trains, people were getting like sick and having panic attacks from going twenty miles an hour? Can you imagine? Like the fastest you would ever go is is an angry horse that just took off without your consent. Exactly. And then suddenly you're going like sixty miles an hour on a gargantuan bullet uh, headed towards God knows where. Made of metal heading to a new city. Like Jesus fuck. That would and probably me. regularly running over cows that don't understand what they're what's in front of them either. Like that shit would be traumatizing. Think of people in the future then who are gonna be where hyperlights travel is gonna be so mundane, but there's still gonna be goobers like me uh, holding onto the railing, <laughs> super afraid, <laughs> slouching oh, yeah. down in their seats, like, oh, why is all this turbulence normal? Man, was it meant to go to distant galaxies? I want to get off. Kaya, in the future, oh, grandpa, in the future, when you're when you're like 120 years old, there's gonna be a seven year old boy in that terminal going, ha ha, that old man's holding on to the extra dimensional railing. <laughs> <laughs> He's using the bowling bumpers. I appreciate your optimism. 120 years old, yeah, I'll see that age for sure. Um, but okay, so with Michael Reeves, we talked about the little gadgets he builds, the little robots, and we reminisced about that one time. James, you told us about how you fucked an oscillating foot massager. Right, right. 
and I think information he didn't want repeated because his mother would. Yeah, yeah. I hope your mom (laughs) hasn't decided to tune in on this one. Is that (laughs) nobody will know if you're serious or not? That's the fun part. (laughs) If I'm playing along so wonderfully, how do you you know that I'm not just yes anding this situation? (laughs) Did he or did he not fuck a foot massager? Who knows? So in my mind, you're my favorite uh, engineer. Oh, stop. I was, uh, I, I hypothetically butted early. I fucking love Michael. Michael is one of the most phenomenal people, aside from y'all, I, I've met. He's so fucking cool. You guys got to come over so we can we can uh, take bird scooters across Los Angeles like we did with, with uh, Michael oh. and, and William and that group. I'm so glad that you confirmed that you are in California. I was going to ask that, it, that you were still there. Cause that yeah. is, uh, those are, there's, there's been some thoughts twinkling around of some road trips, some ideas. Dude. And yes. Yes. I would, you I would love, room. I would love to just face to face, mouth to mouth, give my, a nice little hearty kiss to my James Allen McCune. Ooh, a sloppy Aww. wet one, a Tom Brady to his son. Oh, exactly. I'll give him an old Tom Brady. Throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Everybody come over. I want to hang. Awesome. Well, that invitation goes both ways. If you ever find yourself in Tampa looking for bath salts, just let me know. <laughs> hey, same thing here, man. If you ever want to hop on a plane 16 hours and come over for Oktoberfest, yeah. you're invited. <laughs> it's a hard sell, isn't it? Knowing yeah. Kai's experience, though, I'll you might no not to. land. But that's all. That's, <laughs> yeah, that depends on like, the plane. These cursed planes against him just from attitude alone. I, oh, God, stop. Stop. You do no. that, too, where oh, no, you get superstitious it. all of a sudden? Where I'm reading an ebook on my Kindle and it's like, oh, am I doomed? This is just a sentence in my in the book that I'm reading. I'm, I'm sitting there reading this. Why would thinking, you read a book that has that sentence? Yeah, in it? Kaya, I don't, I don't know. know why every single flight you read that time I died on a plane. <laughs> no, I don't. I, not I, a I, great do that, I do that before every flight. I I look up like uh, flight crash statistics and stuff, and what like recent plane crashes and how they happen, just so if I'm in the air and the plane starts going down, I know what's happening and that I can prepare myself and maybe save mm, the day. None of that helps. I've I've read so many. Oh, turbulence is normal. No plane has ever crashed due to turbulence. Uh, the yada yada. But still, I'll be sitting there on my Kindle reading a book about microphones, and it'll say something like, "Make sure you make sure you've connected all the cables. Otherwise, it can lead to catastrophic failure." Um. Okay, that's not what I want to read right now. That's terrible. Can I get a drink? It's like yelling fire in the movie theater. That is your brain. God. Yeah, it's like yelling fire in a movie theater where the theater is flying. You can't get off. Either it lands <laughs> the or you theater burn. should go that fast. Kaya, when you're flying, pretty cool theater. do you do you ever get to the point I get to sometimes where you forget that you're in the air and you have the thought of like, you know, I could use a break. I might step outside for a bit. Ooh, just kind of kind of get some fresh air. Do you ever get to that point? No, my I mean my mind, I guess, plays some escapism. It's funny thing. It's much easier for me to fly at night. My last flight yesterday was at night, and because I can't see the outside, save for a few lights from buildings, somehow I felt safer, like a horse with those things on their eyes where they can't see oh, to the, the sides. Side. I felt like oh, a fucking animal. Like, oh, look at me feeling safer because I have a hood over my head, basically, where the sun is down. And I, yeah, I felt like an I love Amish that you're person. mocking yourself. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya, you should show up to the airport with your own blinders. And when you get on the plane, just flip them on. So you can't Nobody tell me I'm in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still at home. You shut the window. I'm still at home. I'm asleep. I'm comfortable. Not in the air. <laughs> 
I, I would do it all. Yeah, would... Kai, the engineers what? provided something for you in the form of the window slot things. Yeah, it's down. not the same because everywhere else you can still see out of everybody else's windows and such. I could use the like a Just beauty ask mask. Them to shut their windows. Everybody on the plane, oh, like, yeah. who doesn't like to see how high we are? <laughs> just make a complete scene. Like, excuse me, I have a condition. If everybody here could just blind their windows, <laughs> be the douche. <laughs> excuse me, I have a condition. Could everyone please pretend we're not on an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> Go about your like business. We're in a food court yeah. or something. <laughs> everyone, we're going slower than normal. We're on the ground. We haven't left yet. <laughs> no one tell me. No one tell me. That wouldn't be a bad way to go out. It at least it would at least be a good story. Like I've always said, if I want to die, if I could pick how I die, it'd probably be with like a gunshot because it just seems quick. But mm -hmm. like if you're gonna if you're not gonna die quick, you might as well have a good story, right? right. So like, how are you plane, gonna tell the story if you're dead though? <laughs> yeah, that's not important. <laughs> um, all I all I need is somebody to be excited about something at some point after I'm dead. It's not a story. That's a legend at that point that people say <laughs> exactly. about you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun i don't want that i want to die a mundane death at 120 on a hyper light spaced flight <laughs> yeah because not... you forgot to hold the handrail <laughs> <laughs> you just floated up into the yeah, next dimension you floated at least that smart ass kid gets what comes <laughs> coming to him making fun of you about it <laughs> fucking hell i'll be a boomer like chris hansen has anybody seen this since uh, james you brought up being a pedophile on a show Chris Hansen is trying to make a comeback, and it's kind of sort of sad on YouTube. Really? Yeah, Gus and Eddie did a um, a video like critiquing his his first attempts at making a YouTube channel, which was yeah. really funny. I he he's in a lot of debt or something. Like he's in he got really? he got in trouble for for like I guess tax evasion or like oh. bouncing checks. I can't remember what it was, but he he got in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, thirteen thousand dollars in bounce checks. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, oh, that's not even wow. that. Is much. that really that much? That's, exactly. Yeah. That's not that much at all. I'm guessing he yeah. wasn't paid well for hunting down pedophiles. He must. No, I imagine he that's not the only thing he did. He was a he was a journalist. Yeah, he was NBC. a host. Yeah, I don't know if he was technically he, a journalist, uh, but if well, you're on TV, plus he you was, make good uh, money. Yeah, he was also the face of that show. I'm surprised that he wouldn't get paid well if he was literally the the fucking face. Like no one thinks about To Catch a Predator without thinking of Chris Hansen. Well, what I've well, learned is that... pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> to Catch a Predator what? was just one segment they did. It was just one mini series on Dateline, which is the show he usually. Yeah. I I don't know. All of us. We have fond memories of To Catch a Predator because it was comedic genius where you can actually just mock somebody on national TV and nobody will feel bad for the person. It was genius. And so Chris Hansen comes well back. Might as well Schadenfreude, the TV show. Uh, yeah, basically. And everybody, we were all clapping from young to old. It was something all people from all walks of life could enjoy. And he tried to <laughs> make a comeback uh, earlier too on Kickstarter. He tried Kickstarter, to kickstart... Yeah something called Hansen versus Predator yeah. like five years ago and that just fizzled out. <laughs> yeah, that's out. the uh that's the name of the YouTube channel as well, Hansen versus Predators. Yeah, it just yeah, it doesn't work is, though. Uh... Even five years ago when he had all the Kickstarter money, you could tell well the camera work is shoddy, the sound is off, his soul isn't in it, he doesn't have that twinkle in his eye when he's talking to his victims. And now he's made this YouTube channel where he's uploading literal 144 pixel footage from a flip phone, mm -hmm. him sitting sitting at a table with a 
you know, merch in front of him that says, I caught a predator. <laughs> Why would you wear that shirt? He's shaking. And the Why camera, would you can you tell, wear that? You can tell he doesn't have professional equipment or a crew. He just gave a handheld recorder to his son or something, I guess. And he's filming his dad who's sitting on the chair. He's doing like, here's my daily thank you message from Chris Hansen. And he's narrating something that nobody cares about, uploading old footage. He's he's fallen from grace. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I, I, that's it. Must be hard to like have just in my like very limited experience being in like on TV or whatever. It was like it was jarring to have periods of uh, success and then for that to just like suddenly vanish because it, it has such huge high highs and low lows being in entertainment as you yeah. guys for no know. particular reason as well. Like there's not much that you can do about it other than try try your no, hardest it's and even totally that's not, not up met to you. with much. Yeah. yeah and i mean it's like i can't knock the hustle like he's he's trying you know but it's like it's, it's like driving around in a ferrari for years and then suddenly the ferrari just not showing up at your house anymore and somebody telling you to go across the country it's like you're gonna find some weird ways to get from a to b and it just sucks that it's like perfectly visible for the <laughs> whole be world fair, to see. be like you know oh, writing bummer. bomb checks and cheating on your wife probably had a contributed some yeah. to the thing here is that why he was fired from dateline or whatever it was from the from the uh, network i don't know if that's why he got fired i don't know I, was the show just canceled maybe I, I have no idea why it ended i was thinking i was thinking about that i don't understand how it would have been canceled because it became such a like a cult hit like people across <laughs> oceans were watching this stuff i mean, it got yeah, funded I on I kickstarter surprised there's interest that just oh, it, oh, it did go through yeah yeah it went through but it just wasn't fun like the the old to catch a predator was it wasn't one hour professionally produced segments by what was it msnbc nbc one of those channels nbc and then he yeah. just tried to Dateline do it himself yeah. with a camera crew and two mics in a shitty house and it, yeah, it, the editing was the same it had like those like bad special effects and shit yeah it, it, what did they cgi the pedophile in the scene <laughs> no he's got like the infinity gauntlet <laughs> he's fucking flossing i don't know how to describe it's like do do you know how in the marvel movies you have the old nice clunky metal iron man suit and now in the infinity wars you have the one that looks like plastic the liquid metal one similarly like in the old to catch a predator you have these special effects and they type out the creepy messages the pedophiles say and somebody is narrating them and when he rebooted it instead he just used snapchat screenshots they're looking at it like ah that's no come on where's the charm yeah where's the exactly like it's an interesting thing to be like i'm the pedophile guy that's me like that's for like he had that like (laughs) for him to nobody take that out of context for god's sake james (laughs) James, why are you why do you why do you sound like you're making him a local tv commercial (laughs) hi it's me chris hansen i'm the pedophile i'm the pedophile guy that's me and i'm here to work for you (laughs) he's like billy mays like do you have pedophiles hiding in your floorboards (laughs) it's more likely than you think family reunions <laughs> oh god but no he he had that like that success and it, he just he just kept going with that that thing like he he's a host he could host a number of things but he's just like sticking to his guns yeah. about being the pedophile no guy. he should totally i mean he's fucking he's a host at the end of the day he was a presenter and journalist for fucking nbc i can't imagine he bo- couldn't be able to find some other form of hosting right. or doing anything this is a weird field. niche to stick to dude it, it, do a podcast. Do what all old white men do. Exactly. Do a podcast. Just why yeah, do you have Dr. to? Dr. Phil's got one now. 
Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, he does. Does he actually? Yeah. Yeah, he does. It's called fill in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, you, okay, you know yeah, that he just good. he just said it and and nobody was brave enough to say no. This <laughs> is like yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what we got to make it called. Fill in the blanks. Oh. Good god. Got it said. At least do something new instead of uploading 20-year-old footage that we've all already seen on YouTube. Which yeah. brings me to famous actor and now docu- documentary maker, James Ellen McCune. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your new project. I appreciate you bringing it up. Uh, yeah, I, I started um, a series uh, titled Gray Area. And um, it's it's just kind of a... Um, <laughs> my Siri just went off because I said series. Uh, I, I started... <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's basically just kind of... Uh, and it's it's an expose series like i'm trying to find some weird controversial shit and i'm going to dive into both sides of it because i think we talked about this the last time i was here where i'm just like infinitely frustrated with the way the internet kind of talks about difficult shit and like Mm. the second they kind of feel you leaning in one direction you're immediately written off as the extreme and it it just Mm. makes me fucking furious and i i i guess i just wanted to like try and find a topic that's difficult to talk about and then have a conversation about it instead of just uh railing against it uh which i have no problem with a lot of the time but just for me i wanted to like have conversations i like that you picked an obscure thing because in the i don't do you only have one episode out right now right i do yeah came out a couple weeks ago at the beginning of it you go through a subreddit where it's like a niche hobby drama or something where a bunch of ladies in a knitting community are sending each other bomb threats or something and i was looking at this thing so good that that's cool like that's a drama i actually want to hear about because i really like these niche communities like incels before they went mainstream and all played out yeah yeah no you found one you found this uh a podcast that actually very big on or used to be big on patreon called sword and what was it sword and mastery sword and scale sword and scale yeah yeah Yeah, uh, i i've always really kind of well not always the last few years i've really gotten into true crime uh, and it's because my girlfriend is um she's always been super into it and i think i was a little bit like off put by it at first because it just kind of seemed like a strange thing to be obsessed with murder and so i was kind of rolling my <laughs> eyes but just kind of casually listening to it with her and i i've i found myself like that's all i i listened to and for the last like four years it's like the only thing that i've i've gotten other than like your podcast i will put like true crime stuff on and uh it's i'm i, I don't know I, I it's hard to really explain what the fascination with their assholes I think a lot though of, uh, um the people who make them usually because uh, true crime podcasts yeah, our our friend Carl over at Who Are These Podcasts, he he reviews podcasts and he reviewed a true crime podcast called The Vanished Pod. And oh, yeah. they were so unhappy about it that the woman started this harassment campaign with her uh, Facebook friends, all of whom are just these old soccer moms who have nothing better to do than to read Wikipedia pages back to you on a podcast. And all they do... Oh, yikes is they call up these families of these girls who are missing. You talk to them like, oh, yeah, you're really sad that they're missing, aren't they? Yeah, anyway, so here's a home security system you should buy. And then they plug a bunch of shit so you don't lose your children. It's really morbid. It's fucked up to do that on a podcast about missing people. Yeah, there's a weird exploitative like um, branch of this that gets it gets gross really fast. And um, it's not for everybody. I, I, I think that the thing that drew me to it was that 
the communities that I found were pretty cool for the most part. And um, this this show, Sword and Scale, was uh, it, it's it's very good. Like it's 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 a very very good show, and I listened to it for a long time. But as I was going, I kind of I just got a weird vibe from it, which I hate that word. I <laughs> but like I don't know. I was just feeling kind of um strange about the way the host presented things it felt a little bit like uh i I don't know how to describe it like fetishizing the idea of murder Mm. or or just being disrespectful to the the victims or like i don't know just the way he talked didn't feel like cool to me for some reason was he like pretty gleeful about certain details and such he would just kind of um it's really hard to explain he just kind of had this arrogant way of uh explaining things when it came to the and he he would occasionally cast accusations when he didn't have a lot of proof about stuff and right. judge people's decisions uh without a lot of like basis and it, and it just kind of felt off to me um and it which is interesting because there's another there's a couple other really big podcasts called uh, my favorite murder and last podcast on the left like there's a few like comedy podcasts based on murder but somehow yeah. they're like infinitely more respectful <laughs> to the victims and stuff than this felt to me and so I don't know, like the the more I looked into um, Sword and Scale, the more frustrated I got with the way the host kind of like held himself uh, like off the off the uh, like separately from the show. He would just kind of he was just kind of acting a little weird uh, to other people. And it's you know, I'm I'm I mean, I'm not like a huge social justice warrior or whatever. Like, I, I really find that shit annoying. We've talked about that, um, mm-hmm. too. But like he would kind of just write off anybody who would be like, hey, that's really shitty what you said he would just be like ah you're just trying to corner me and uh tell me how to live my life or whatever and it's like no i mean it's just that you you host a show about people getting literally murdered yeah. like maybe maybe you should be hitting on the victims Jeez. in the comment section or whatever <laughs> like genuinely yeah, like that's what I was said, going on was, i mean these that's fucked the stories people sometimes yeah. tell where these guys go around these people who make these true crime podcasts Offering up money, monetary rewards to find out who left them a one-star review, for example, which is one of the people that uh, that was yeah crazy, stupid assholes. That was something that he did. Well, that's just witch hunting, Jesus. Yeah, that's that was funny. Tim, there's a lot of stuff yeah. like that. That his name is Mike Boudet, uh, who is the host of of Sword and Scale. He would he I. I and it was hard to substantiate a lot of these things, but I can't tell you how many stories I heard from v- multiple uh, various so- sources saying that he was paying a lot of money to try and hunt people down and like find their addresses. And he would he would dox oh, people. What the yeah. fuck? He's trying to make his own murders for content for his show. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it was just kind of like it, it just kind of like pushed itself into territory that was like, if he were to do something for a lot of folks, they were saying like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually ended up being the kind of person he would talk about on a that show. That would be brilliant. Um, and That's so Hannibal I, shit. You know, yeah, killing I mean, people be, while you're working for the FBI. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got into it and I was wow. initially going to do, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do on YouTube, like transitioning from being a producer for Rooster Teeth and, wanting to make my own stuff it was, it's it's the hardest thing is figuring out what your thing is i guess mm-hmm. and um i i guess i i was kind of following a lot of in the footsteps of what a lot of my friends do which is like commentary stuff mm-hmm. so i was gonna kind of uh do a talking head thing about 
the different things that he's done, but I, I just decided to reach out to him and he got back to me and agreed to sit down and interview with me. And, uh, I ended up speaking to him for two hours and, um, that, that set, that set the entire thing. And that, that led me down a bunch of different rabbit holes. Cause when people found out that I was speaking to him, I got reached out to by a bunch of other people associated with him who were formerly friends of him or formerly business partners or what have you. And, uh, there was, there was a lot worse shit than just like him saying the C word in an Instagram post as things went on. Yeah. And, uh, so was, can I give you my one piece of criticism then James? Please. I want to hear all your criticism. Don't I'm very lead this, with so I that. Really want to hear Don't guys. lead with, he said a mean word on Instagram with all the, like uh, he paid people to find out who gave him bad reviews. He was hitting on the victims. He was doxing people lead with that because I was watching this for 20 minutes and I went on Twitter and I talked smack about it. And then I realized I was wrong. Because you went around asking these complete clowns about some Instagram post he made where I guess he said something like, uh, why do cunts smell? I've never been near one or something like that. He made himself sound like a massive loser <laughs> no, too. He but. said, <laughs> it just said like, uh, the, it was just an Instagram post with text that said, I don't understand dumb cunts. Maybe we should take them apart to see how they work. Again, and this was this was on the official like sword and scale account. So like a show about murder posted something that vaguely sounds like you're taking people apart, which is not obviously what he was saying, yeah. but it was to to be fair, if you take out the offensive context from that message, that's pretty brilliant on brand. <laughs> that's it's not a bad not a bad fucking message. Well, the, the reason that I honed in on that to start with was because that was basically the last straw that but that by itself was the last straw for uh, a, a large many people who were associated with him and they disassociated because of that and it was it was the main thing that he and everybody else would point to when talking about the way that he would act so it was it was like the main thing that was the focus of yeah. the drama to start with so that was the main reason i led with that but like when I started to, and I think I was way too focused on the social stuff. Uh, when I first began, I didn't have all the information when I interviewed Maybe. him. I don't know. It was basically just me documenting my, my process through it. But no, I agree that that is absolutely not the most important thing. And it should not be the, the focus of, of why this guy shouldn't have a platform. Or yeah. Whatever. It just, what really was weird was when you interviewed some neckbeard looking dude and the guy did everything, but the, you know, oof. Big yikes. Ah, that's problematic. Yeah, he shouldn't have said that. Yeah, that's not the problem here. Apparently he was doxing his victims or something. That is not his victims, sorry, but the victims. Maybe they're his victims. I don't know. Jesus. So, James, I don't, I don't mean to dive in here, but we, we're just talking about trying to keep yourself safe on the internet. Well, I do know a place where you can keep your investments safe and do it in a way that lets you do it conveniently and easily. Do you, do you happen to know what I'm talking about, James? Well, I think I might, but why don't you tell me? Fill me in like a burrito, my man. Well, I'm going to fill you with all the fillings I got because I have all of the lowdowns on Robinhood, Ooh. which is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free with a non-intimidating, easy, and simple way to check that stock market, buy the stocks you want, sell the stocks you want, look at the prices of the stocks you want. You got stocks? Well, so does Robinhood, and they'll help you get it because it's simple easy and has no commission fees on anything you do whereas other brokerages are going to charge up to ten dollars for every trade now some of you some of you big wig 
fast cat money makers might be saying, well, $10 every trade, that's nothing. Bullshit! $10 every trade adds up, my friend. Don't fall victim to fees you don't have to pay. You can learn by doing with Robinhood on how to build your own portfolio. You can learn how to invest wiser while doing it. You can discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and have custom notifications. Robinhood is giving free listeners. Well, okay. Robinhood <laughs> is wish. giving our listeners <laughs> a free stock. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Oh, that'd be a bonus for us. Robinhood is giving our listeners a free stock. In companies like Apple, Ford, Sprint, and a handful of others to help you build your portfolio, all you have to do is sign up at official.robinhood.com. That is official.robinhood.com. Get a free stock. There's really very little reason you you shouldn't do it. You get a free stock at official.robinhood.com. Start, Start investing, investing in your today. future. Don't end up like Chris Hansen where you're 70 years old with a beer belly. And you still have to make a YouTube channel. That is just wrong. Exactly. I disagree. Commit get, get to YouTube your stuff for life. That's going to be me. He guaranteed. didn't even commit to YouTube. I don't. What the fuck did he commit to? Certainly not Robin Hood because he would have been in better places. Not his, not his wife. Yeah. You know, you know what's <laughs> funny? The sad thing is when I was, when I was double checking that debt wife. thing, To Catch a Predator ended in 2007. Whoa. What the fuck? What the fuck has Chris Hansen been doing for 12 years? Evidently hunting Hunting down pedophiles. pedophiles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you not been paying attention, Andrew? (laughs) Do you ever think that you'd see him in the streets of California in his suit just running down going, Stop! Stop that pedophile! (laughs) He just shows up around people's houses like, Like take a seat. Why don't he take a seat? Just like, yeah, throwing chairs at people. (laughs) (laughs) I saw what you texted to that little girl. Yeah. <laughs> he's at a Starbucks and he, the pedophile walks in he starts flipping tables and screaming yeah. like a barbarian get that man to sit <laughs> <laughs> glue the tape to glue the chair to his and ass the guy goes up to the barista to tell her his name and he's like oh you must be twink toilet 69 why don't you take a seat still one of my favorite names from that show by the way <laughs> screen names is twink toilet that was a real yeah. screen name that was great. Wow, the balls yeah. on that pedophile. And as Jesus. his name implies, he wanted really? the young bait to piss and shit on him. Wow. That's Ooh, a hero. Man. Great. Dude, if if, yeah. if I knew what I loved and went that hard into it, I'd be way more successful. That That is a guy who who goes after what he wants. <laughs> it's the <a> very <laughs> least you can say about him. <laughs> Some of those guys, yeah, they would get on their <laughs> bikes and pedal to the uh, metal. They would ride their bikes across state lines just to have a shot at sniffing some 13-year-old's bra. It's whatever. They deserve what they got, and I guess so did Chris Hansen. Sad shit. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. We could we could uh we could moonwalk back into James's topic. I didn't mean to derail oh, it. Oh no. Yeah, about your uh your show and this whole this whole thing. Talking to this fuck, if you'd like. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, no, I um or we can move along. Up to you. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's your episode, James. I don't want to bore you. That I don't want to bore you guys. We've talked to the death. But... <laughs> no, I, yeah. I know. No, I'm just fucking around. But James, it's your episode. Please. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys get get around to watching it? I was, I was curious I did, if, yeah. if that was why you were calling me in, or if you just wanted to hang. I I appreciate that, man. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I have it open in a new tab, but I'm so bad at keeping up with that shit. I haven't oh, watched dude, it's, it yet, it's an hour. I've, I've got it long. open. You guys are not never obligated to like watch anything that I make. I'm never going to like expect. I'll that keep watching as long but, as um, you don't put it on a subscription model on Disney plus or something that enough, enough of it. Can, can we just please have some yeah. stuff that we don't have to subscribe to with money? 
for God's sake. I don't know. Patreon.com slash the official podcast. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. You stole, you stole it from me. You, you Should have been faster, buddy. My joke. Yeah, but what's your Patreon, James? I think it's just, yeah, James. Plug your I shit. It's just James Allen McCune. Can you repeat that? All I heard was Patreon.com slash the official podcast. <laughs> ah, we got good. Oh, yeah. I think it's just James Allen McCune. Let me double check, but I'm pretty positive. That's I remembered what it is. this. When uh, you, can you uh, spell that for me, V T H E T H. It's patreon.com slash O F F. No, it's slash J A M E S A L L E N M C C U N E. That's my Patreon. If you interest, if you are interested in donating a buck or two, I Everyone don't know how to support you. Oh, that's yes. very sweet. I don't know how to shill. Handsomest man. It feels very like weird to just be like hey give me money for the promise of of potentially an hour-long oh, video people at some care point. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable with it we can yeah. take it for you uh i hope i want to i want to we want to make stuff for a while everyone listening donate to our podcast and james may make a video or may not <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna put up a video that says whatever and it's gonna play some <laughs> evanescence in the back well, speaking of i i don't know if you noticed james but i don't think you've actually mentioned the or said what the name of your documentary even is you should do that um yeah he yeah. yeah no it's the the series is called uh gray okay. area um just to kind of like get into the idea of not being so extreme about uh topics and kind of like learning to just kind of accept that there's maybe not an answer all yeah. the time instead of there being like this like hard i must have just missed it i right wanted people sort of to be able to search it up properly it's called gray area it's on youtube oh, you, you can watch that the first uh the first episode is called How Mike Boudet, yeah. I guess, Boudet. destroyed yeah. his own Boudet. It is Boudet. How Mike Boudet destroyed his own podcast. Yeah, he uh, he was in anticipation of that dropping. He was texting me all day long. And uh, when he actually watched it, called me up very drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and according to a bunch of his close uh, a bunch of friends and acquaintances, he uh, he had a he had a pretty bad day when that video dropped. Evidently, I did. I wasn't. Oh, yeah. I wasn't pitching soft with him. Like I told him, like I, I'm very honest about the situation, and I just don't think that like I've you've done much for me to be like, hey, good job, you're redeemable. And it's the the way that he acted once the video dropped was absolutely fucking horrible. So I'm doing a follow up. Yeah, episode. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask what was the outcome of of the documentary? Like, what was the reaction of people close to him and and him himself? Well, first of all, I had a lot of people who were kind of like, you clearly had like a bias and stuff. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I say I have a bias. I go into it with a bias, but I'm trying to reel back and challenge that. So like that's first things first there. But like I, I, I really tried to give him a chance and like give him an, mm -hmm. an opportunity to, to hear out the opposite side of things and maybe like own up to some stuff that he might have objectively shouldn't have done. And um he just kind of doubled down on everything he did. And it was really frustrating because I, I was like worried about him. I could tell like, there's, there's nobody who is this belligerent and this lost <laughs> without some damage, you know? I don't and know. I've just, I, I just wanted him to kind of pick himself up and it was really upsetting to see, to see him be the, the main destructive force and in his own him. life. And he has an opportunity to change himself. You know, it was like, I don't know. I, I guess I've done some shitty stuff in my life and I would hate for those things to be held against me. So I try and pick myself up whenever I fuck up. And it, it was just sad to see like this guy has so much, he has such an opportunity to be 
uh, a big beacon of light in in the entertainment industry and especially in the true crime industry and for him to just kind of like squander it like this is really fucking yeah, aggravating but it's true um, crime he's not that big of a beacon no. you should make a true crime podcast well, about he's his one show of the biggest. about his career really i mean that was basically <laughs> yeah. what this was he uh it, it was it was crazy. I'm doing a follow up episode episode before I completely wash my hands of it because there were certain things that I got wrong or that I missed completely uh, when when doing the episode. And there's been a lot of updates um, since the episode went out that I want to drop. But like you know, it's it's not a spoiler to say that I'm not I'm not happy with, with them mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> I'm not happy with him at, at the end of all this. He is he is completely acted like a child at, at the end of everything and i'm just uh, frustrated because i had no offering people rewards on your head now to find you i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised hmm. that that's that's the one thing that like my girlfriend was like you gotta be you gotta make sure that it, we're, we're not easy to find but like <laughs> i i don't think i don't think we have to worry about that it's it's just a uh it's just a, a weird childish thing to like go after people who are critical of you yeah. just it just seems so weird it's like if somebody has critique i want to hear it because i want to be better and i trust other people more than i do myself it's also fine if you you don't want to hear it just there's this convenience button at the upper right of every window it's x-shaped you can click it and then it goes away yeah unbelievable yeah like there is um there's i don't believe in that i hunt down anyone that's mean to me i know gotta write a bus (laughs) you say that because it's yeah yeah Wait, like you're being absurdist, but like that's how he actually kind of operated a lot of the time. And it was just so crazy to hear. Like I spoke to a guy named Justin Drown, who is the host of the uh, Obscura True Crime podcast show. And he he actually like he got hunted down. He lives in the same general area as Mike. And it was really it was really horrifying to listen to like the fear that he was living in because of this dude just not being happy about him being critical of him or even being a what did he yeah. do like you know like hang Cinema. dead dead pigs in his yeah. front door or something how was he like tormenting him he what well, head in the box he was <laughs> tweeting about yeah. wanting to kill him oh, okay well I, oh, no Jesus. come on that's not whatever and he he was yeah i mean it's like that's that's one thing he was also getting a lot of mutual friends were reaching out and telling him like hey what's going on with you and Mike? Because he is offering money to find you. He is uh, <laughs> so telling cringy. us not to associate with you. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. And it was like, wow. he was trying to poison the waters behind his back from the sounds of it. What's... He poisoned his water? <laughs> no, <laughs> not literally. But it was like, no, I'm kidding. it was just like a, it's just kind of a ludicrous length to go to when really Justin was never like publicly critical of him up to that point. He was only, he had only just become the uh, moderator for the sword and scale subreddit, which Mike is banned from, by the way, his own subreddit. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, he's the fucking host of the show. And he was so mad Jesus. at Justin for being a moderator that he started to like attack him. And like, he posted his public information and yeah. <laughs> Do you think this puts so us in subreddit Mike's just overly, <laughs> is the subreddit like just critical <laughs> of, of Mike? Is it just oh, yeah. like complete? Okay. His own fan base is really against him. So the fan base by this point exists just to shit on the thing that they're watching. Uh, In a lot of ways, yeah. But there's also a huge community of people who are rallying behind him. With H3 too, Ethan, when you go to a subreddit, it's just these long ass posts, these long essays that people write about how Ethan is a sociopath. He needs to apologize for this and that. It's weird how Reddit always devolves into... Frankly, I'm surprised our subreddit doesn't fucking absolutely hate us at this point, especially given that we don't moderate anything. (laughs) 
Well, it's like uh, I was talking to. Well, don't tell them that. We moderate everything. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's pristine there. We, we watch all every, table. We look moderators. at every single post. You're mean every there, single we'll day. <laughs> well, like my my buddy oh. Brett uh, from Cowchop. I don't know if you guys watched that. Like they got yeah, in a great. lot of hot water with their own subreddit because they did a collab that they weren't happy with, and it just sounded like the whole subreddit was just kind of like attacking oh, them. It just, it just, it's so weird. Mm. Oh, was that the was that the Ice Poseidon collab that yeah. I had just heard about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had collabed with him, and then all that shit about ISIS. Um, what, what what was he doing? It was it was some. Well, uh, he stood us up. I'm sure that's what it was about. Yeah, that asshole. The what? Stood us up. He I stood remember. us up. I'm sure that's what twice. it was about. Wait, are you yeah. serious? Twice. Twice. You yeah. get you're forgetting the other half voice. <laughs> this was like twice, first, two different times. <laughs> this was like in the first thirty uh, episodes of the podcast. We invited yeah. him on. He set a time, and then he never showed up. He just didn't yeah. talk to you. Yeah, we didn't show oh, up. He just well, didn't show the first. Up. Yeah, and for one of them, his excuse was, "Oh, I'm sorry, I was sleeping." Fucking child, you guys. No, not all because because I don't understand. He sh- he told us about that six yeah. hours later. Yeah, even children have some shame where they go to their teacher and they say, "Well, my dog ate my homework." They don't just say, "Well, I s- fell asleep at my PlayStation." Shameless schmuck. But the Reddit thing, I don't get. But the- that, you know what? Shit happens. Then it happened again, though. <laughs> He stood no, us up shit, a second time. No, no, like shit does not there. happen. You don't get to fall asleep when you make promises. Come on. I I just don't. That kind of shit drives me nuts. That like irresponsibility and not taking it. You know, like I don't know. It, it would be so much more. You would have so much more respect for him. I assume if you were to be like, I I fucked up. I'm sorry. You know. But exactly. to double down on that shit, it's like the shit that Mike was doing. It's it's always a better situation. It always works out better for you to just get ahead of your consequences and accept them rather than to either make excuses or try to walk around it. Yeah, I don't know. Every single time. I, I say all this shit. It's like always I'm, better. I, I'm sure I'm going to like people are going to hold me kind of grandstanding about that over my head at some point when I screw up in the future. But like, I, I just I don't know. That makes me crazy. The disrespect is the thing that drives me nuts the most because like. You guys are super cool fucking dudes, and like the fact that you gave him another chance after he screwed you over the first time, it's like that's so that's so disrespectful. Well, I mean, we wanted the clicks. It's not. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, oh, I guess we got episode two coming out. Now, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, well, I mean, shit. I actually thought about that. Somebody was saying I should do an episode on him. I I heard John Tron um, was one. But like, I don't really know the whole situation with John. Uh, it, no, what no. his controversy is? Nah, don't. Is. Nah, come on. If you um, wanna, I, I feel like his. I mean, his yeah, is dead anyway. It's stale drama, it's and also I like the yeah. the angle you're taking yeah. with the niche hobby drama rather yeah. than John Tron is the biggest, yeah. most played out YouTuber thing. It's been beaten to death. Yeah, James, do me a favor. Do do it for me. Do it for your sweet baby Andrew. I've I've recently been on a real kick of like shit, just like what you're making video essays and like, oh, did you know about this thing? Let's talk about it and this and that. Find the ones that people aren't already talking about, because that that'll make me yeah. and I'm sure a lot of other people out there way more interested. Yeah. It'll I'm make Andrew happy, James. Please, for the love of oh, God, exactly. It's good general I, advice, James. You motherfucker, James. Episode two better be just yeah, for I'm me. A patron. Yeah. I swear to God. Louder, angrier. <laughs> but but my only point is video essays, video essays now are really taking off. There's tons of channels and tons of channels that didn't do it before that are now mm. focusing on it. It's like if you do ones that people haven't seen before, I think you could definitely get a solid feedback. Which is no easy task though. Yeah, it's the internet. No, They're always all. talking about everything. Yeah. Well, well, it's really not an easy task because he has to learn about everything. Well, that's the thing is that I, I was like, I, I went into my first episode with without all the information. And I think there was something kind of freeing about that because I don't want it to be just me sitting in front of the camera and telling everybody how to feel. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and act, you know, because then first of all, that requires me to know every single thing about everything that I'm talking buddy, about. Buddy. And, uh, I'm just not going to have farms. that. What's that? Awesome resource. Just to use Kiwi it. Yeah. Farms. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's biased though. That's extremely biased. It is biased extremely hell. All they biased, do is upload but... screenshots. So, so it's, well, here's the thing. They uploaded explicitly to make fun yeah. of the people, but at the same time, they are probably the most intrepid, in-depth yeah. reviewers of this to shit make... that I've ever it's, seen. It's like a forum for people to hate on specific YouTubers. Like, they're called low cows, and yeah. they're just people like who Chris constantly w... fuck up. Like Kristen Weston Chander, Chandler, Not just YouTubers. Uh, Shmorky, they have those a kind thread of on probably everybody on yeah. the internet. They just make fun of them. That's true. Yeah. Wow. But it's Brianna not biased Wu. in that all yeah. they share are facts. Sure, you might think they go a little too far when they share phone numbers and addresses. I'm just saying there's a lot of information yeah, there that far. you can get. <laughs> but speaking of really... Yeah, I, I really uh, want to... Reddit's... No, go for it. Being full of assholes and these weird fans who hate the thing that they watch, like Riverdale or what's it called? Okay, Andrew's telling me we gotta do an ad here, low key. Not to remove the cur not to break the fourth wall here. <laughs> but... That was so subtle, dude. That was rad. Yeah, so well, we gotta we gotta take it out. And I mean we're already yeah, almost I, I, I knew that if okay. I really? ushered uh, in a new topic yeah. here, yeah. be on his edge. James, leave Leave this in for sure, Jackson. James, when we talk to you, time yeah, just huh. fucking flies. Oh, it does. It just goes. Just, just like those goddamn planes but, uh, that are bound to kill us. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but the thing is, James, Hang when on, you're doing Andrew, all your actually, research, yeah, and you have segue. all of your... Uh, James, oh, when, yeah. when a plane crashes, <laughs> do you know how they right, scour when? the seas to look for the remains of the dead? And then all you see is like a sneaker on the waves floating you don't want to be caught dead literally <laughs> with bad sneakers do you with a fake pair <laughs> no i don't damn right as a matter of fact that's what goats does for you that's where you get your authentic sneakers andrew james you're gonna be looking up a lot of things and making your series yeah. it may or may not have to do with tragedies in the high seas <laughs> i don't know but little, but what I do know for sure is that you're going to need a selection process to make sure everything you get is factually accurate and up to what you are trying to tell your people, which is why GOAT, when they sell their sneakers, are able to say, yep, that is 100% the sneaker you ordered. Goat. Because they have an elaborate inspection process to make sure that every detail of every single sneaker that they sell is legitimate. No counterfeits, no phony baloney, nothing. They certify that every pair of sneakers on their site matches the exact factory specifications of what you ordered. They have over half a million sneakers on their platform and 10 million users. You will not find better prices at a verified 100% authentic sneaker anywhere else. Well, gosh, they've that made the whole process. Super. I know they've made the whole process frictionless yeah. and trustworthy. They are the largest marketplace in the world for over 600,000 authentic sneakers. I mean, we all listings. know that feeling where you... Nikes, order Air Force something Ones. And you're wondering... Like, Air Force this, Ones. Just, is this going to be fake? Is this going to be from some Chinese factory? I don't know if this seller is, uh, you know, reliable. That's what GOAT does for you. Repeatable. They verify. And then yeah. they send this stuff to you. No risk. See, this is good for me. Because I didn't even realize that there was a counterfeit problem in the shoe industry to begin with. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's a huge one. Legitimately. That's even Jordans. Jordans are fucking counterfeited like crazy. Really? Yeezys yeah. as well. Yeah. Dude, I would have bought some like yeah. some some 
completely fucking bogus Yeezys if I were to go out and decide yeah. to get those one day. That's and there crazy. Are, there are people out there who collect sneakers. There's people where this is a really big deal to them. And if you're in that market or you just want to get some authentic, high-quality sneakers, you can find the 100% authentic sneaker for you at goat.com slash official. That's G-O-A-T dot com slash official. Plus, when you sign up with that link, you'll be supporting our show. And you've got to go right now, though, to get the speak the sneakers you want before they're gone. And when you go there, make sure you to go you go to G-O-A-T dot com slash official. Support our show. Get the sneakers you need before they sell out. But you got to make sure you get them because this is where they are 100 percent authentic. Very, very genuinely. I didn't know that was like a thing. That's really cool. It That's is, very yeah. cool that there's like yeah. an actual like resource. Oh, to yeah. Sneaker. So basically like in women's fashion, you have like counterfeit purses and shit. Yeah. In men's, it's all about counterfeiting sneakers. I had no idea. I'm just a big square. Yeah. Like I wear the same clothes that I did in high school. If well, if I could fit into it, I was a very big boy back then. But like I just I just not a big fashion fashion guy. So if I ever go to get something nice, it's all—it's probably that's weird because in every photo I've seen you, James, you've looked absolutely mm. stunning. Oh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> uh, speaking Good. of flattery, so the topic I was going to bring up is how I like that. Thankfully, our fans have not turned on us yet, rabidly hating on us on our own subreddit and forums and Twitter. We challenge you to do. <laughs> no, so. we don't. Give so that's what I like shot. about our fans. Is no, you can, no, we can I think I, I can. I can speak for Kaya and myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, think we challenge. No, them we can handle that. you, pussies, any day of the week. <laughs> no, we so what have, have y'all ever gotten any like crazy backlash? No. But what happens usually, James, is every once in a while we get like this, the long essays on Reddit, you know, some guy just decides he's going to take a fucking podcast so seriously, he's going to write these 10 paragraphs about how we're awful, awful people and it's so boring and terrible, yet he sat through 20 something episodes and our fans just tell him, eh, whatever, suck (laughs) a dick. And I like that. But one fan, uh, I like this. So, uh, James... There's a show called Who Are These Podcasts, where a guy called in to call out me and Charlie. His name's Boomer Guy. Whoa. We responded to Yeah, he followed up. I'm not going to play his voicemail because (laughs) he's sort of a one-trick pony where he just keeps repeating himself and calling us names. Carl's pointed this out. He just calls us names and says, I didn't really tell Charlie what I was thinking, even though I did. Uh, That's the criticism? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. What? It's it's really that's the criticism intermixed it, with just like... calling us a bunch of names. That's it. It's not interesting. It's not funny. Regulatory yeah. terms. Yeah. He calls you. He calls you the terrible name of Super Kaya sixty four. <laughs> yeah. Is that an insult? <laughs> he, he's. I have no idea. Uh, who the fuck knows? He said Super something. Kaya. Oh. Oh. Apparently, Kaya. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, did you talk about this last episode? I found the yeah, origin the of Super Minecraft Kaya sixty four. Q and A, where yeah. some kid asked about yeah. how much wham why weed. <laughs> dedicated wham yeah yeah i want to hug so that i guess kid. His, i yeah. guess his insult to you is that you're a little kid who plays minecraft why is right. i'm surprised a guy like he's that a drunk watched. guy all he yeah. does is he gets drunk yeah. and he calls carl's voicemail to leave messages and in the last few episodes he's been leaving messages for us uh for this show base well not this show specifically about me does he just, wait does he just keep going oh, he he leaves like 18 messages every week and Carl plays some of them to make fun of the guy and he just keeps <laughs> doing it because I guess that's the only attention he gets. But one of our fans called into Carl's show for a rebuttal. And that's what I wanted to play. 
not boomer guys one trick oh, pony yeah. thing and i want to oh, leave it yeah, at that because it. carl's voicemail has become somewhat of just a messenger boy vessel for other people's drama at this point where our fans are calling into a show oh. to talk shit about a guy who's talking shit about us so this is a <laughs> this is a voicemail that carl got from an official podcast fan hey carl just wanted to call in in response to this fucking dickhead boomer guy <laughs> I was fucking just listening to the latest episode, and Boomer Guy called in to do whatever, whatever he thought was to say something clever about Kaya. And I, I need a level with you, dude. The official podcast <laughs> is my favorite show, and Kaya is one of my favorite internet personalities oh. in general. But fucking Fuck oh, Boomer, dude, you used to be kind of funny. You know, I, I gotta be honest, you, you used to have my heart. I used to be madly in love with you, but recently, you've run out of ideas, dude. And Kaya, He's run out of ideas. What the fuck are you talking yes, about? Yes, yes, Biden. very honest about, like, he knows he has, a, he has an easy job. And Critical knows he has an easy job. They've said it before on the podcast. Yeah, relatively. Yeah. <laughs> so I like dude. that. That was that's how you that's how you get people. That's how, yeah. it's like you start you start by being like you had I liked you 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 were almost cool and then you fucked up like that'll hit people hard. No, well when that's he like says confirming you're funny, like imposters and drunk. guy just gets drunk and used the dial in and pass out in the middle of his voicemail <laughs> or you could literally hear him falling out of his chair. It's uh. I mean you know what <laughs> fuck it why not might as well dedicate ourselves to this if you want to leave us a voicemail you can call Carl's voicemail at 585-612-1388 that's 585-612-1388 just leave him a message for us I don't know make fun of him leave him a death threat I don't care no, now, if you if you really want to get on the show, though, you can call Charlie's personal phone number at eight one three. We'll stop I there. Challenge you. <clears throat> I can take you. Oh, he's on wh the phone. Why? Well, what's, to well, what's, what would be funny, Charlie, is I wouldn't even be the first friend of yours to leak your phone number to the what? other. Is that for real? Yeah, I had to change yeah. my phone yeah, number a while that, back. Who did? Why? Yeah, that was that was a long time ago. That it was like was four or five years well, we ago. We were we were playing uh, that soccer game Rocket with League. the cuss. Yeah. Why are you yeah, saying yeah. we, yeah. Jackson? It was me, Andrew, and my other friend. But I was there. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> Jackson scamming his no, way into were, something again. I absolutely I, was. Absolutely I absolutely was. No, you. I absolutely not. was. <laughs> you might have been in like the the chat on the private stream, maybe like fucking like hack. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I remember. I, I was this. there too. You guys remember, right? I was playing the Honda. <laughs> yeah, Honda oh Civic. God! Oh my God! Wait a I just remember. Was I there? I. I I just remember James. You were in the That's background. Right. I was yeah. in the background. I was wearing. I leaked his address. Costume. You were wearing that shirt with Charlie's phone That's number right. on That's it. That's right. I was just wearing a shirt. It had the whole number. <laughs> I was absolutely there. <laughs> I was behind <laughs> <I was laughs> <I was laughs> proof. <laughs> That's that's a uh, still fucking that, that, that story. <laughs> How would I know about that, that story, story otherwise? <laughs> I know <laughs> you were because I made a video about it, Jackson. <laughs> 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 uh, ja okay, to to set the record I just straight. pretended I was there. Yeah, yeah tell the tell the whole tale. I think it's a funny Jackson story. Jackson is a Jackson was a rabid con. <laughs> he was. When <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Jackson and I started getting close, we played Trine Two together. And he secretly recorded our gaming sessions to post on his channel. Whoa! Hey, yeah. you gave it's me illegal in California. Oh god! Yeah, I know. 
It is. But yeah, that's a that's another piece of. It didn't work out because here I know. am on this podcast instead of being successful elsewhere as a YouTube let's play. Plane flying. Fucking what was that? Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of con men, so I don't know if this guy reached out to you fellas as well. We have a patron who's trying to buy his way onto the show. He has offered us. Oh a grand to come on the show and i'm holding out for more no deal because he no he also did the silly thing where i have i have since day one obviously we're not gonna sell spots here on the guest spots they're precious and priceless just like james i've I've maintained from from day one negotiations do not start till 10k this guy was sending his photos and screenshots of his account balance to my minions bragging about how much money he has and he's filthy loaded if it's true but if you're so loaded why are you i'm not gonna name you but why are you just a one dollar patron and somebody asked him this question on our on our patreon discord and he said well yeah they are i quote they aren't really worth it dollar for dollar (laughs) but he's willing to (laughs) yikes right we're not we're not wow. worth it pound for pound. First of all, Come on. Wrong. That's mean. Wow. Priceless. <laughs> wow. Can we kick him out of the Discord? <laughs> if we're not worth it, you're not worth our Discord. Dude, that's, that's but then, what's up. So he Holy here's why shit. I think he's a con man. So he's he's chatting me up. He's trying to get on the show. He's telling me he he's willing to pay, and I'm telling him nah. And here's how he tries to get my address. He tries to hit me where he knows. I'll fall for it. He told me that he would send me a year's supply of beer. Ooh. Which is a low blow, my Yo. man. A low blow. Oh. For a y- yeah, which, you know, Damn. at best would last me, what, four months? But still, <laughs> I'm not going to risk giving <laughs> some stranger my address at the hope that you're going to deliver me some mail order bride and beer. That's not happening. No, dude. Well, that's that. Yeah. That's, a, that's a totally different prize aside from the beer that you did mention before. He's given a mail order well, bride. I, I threw that in. My friend so as wait, an extra. Was, ah, well, he was only going to. I mean, us that's the minimum. Thousand dollars, though. Only one k. He was only going to do one k. I'm not. Really? I'm not scoffing at the low amount of money, but like, if he was only offering one k, and he has well, he doesn't have dollars, millions, but he has hundreds. I mean, a lot of, of people can give us one k. Oh, I doubt he has hundreds of thousands. He just probably opened his bank well, and then yeah. inspect elemented the that, page. That's why and I'm suspicious. Like, hmm, how can I get yeah. Kaya? He likes booze. Yeah, exactly. Prove it by sending us all of your money, and then <laughs> yeah. we'll authenticate it. Yeah, wire transfer. Look, I am I am open to negotiations for buying yourself on the show. We are all shameless money whores, but let me tell you, 10k minimum starting price. Yeah, because we'll you gotta split it. it four four ways over here, and Craig. Exactly, we have to split it four ways, and we have to give James his nice bonus. That's right, independent contractors, 1099s. You guys pay extra, so you have to get a little bit extra in there, 10 percent plus. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you gotta remember. We gotta. You gotta remember. Unless one of us is running shady back alley shit, we're not yeah. pocketing that money. Speaking of, and we're, we're doing contractors. Like this is the worst segue. Hold on your to your heads here. Contract is spelled with a C, but you could spell it with a K if you were Mortal Kombat. Ooh, ooh, oh, yeah. ooh. that was fucking. Now terrible, we're now we're there. I apologize. The one thing Charlie wanted oh, yeah, to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about Mortal Kombat. No, Holy was... shit, does it look bad on the Switch? Wow. I don't say this often. I just want to lead with this and then you guys can take it away as the people who actually are good at video games. I downloaded this game. I've never seen a game look so bad on any platform. This is terrible. It looks so fucking bad. bad. That's too bad. Do not buy this on the Switch. Look into other platforms. 
but you're able to you play are, but shitting. they do that they... cheap cop out uh scale down thing where they you guys know how the unreal engine works where now instead of simply reducing the polygons and all that what they simply do is they scale down the resolution the game genuinely looks like a 240 pixel video game that's it it looks terrible. It looks jagged yet blurry. You know where where it gets like that in some video games. If you turn it down to the minimal settings, Charlie, you and I at some point played uh, an Epic Games game called Paragon, mm. where we played it all pixelated. Like, remember? Yep. Remember how you did that just for shits and giggles and recorded it all pixelated at the lowest re- possible resolution, and it was an un unrecognizable mess. That's what this game looks like on the yeah, Switch. Yeah, classic zinger. I don't know how they get away with this. I don't know. It looks it looks worse than the first 3D Mortal Kombat game. I'm not even shitting you. Terrible. You know what game you guys should go is, in Is it on? Days Gone? Days Gone. That's is it, right. Is it the mattress <gasps> game? That's right. The mattress game. You, you get the purple That's mattresses. That's right. Dot official. Dot com. <laughs> no, James, yes. you're a goddamn psychic because you <laughs> Wait, know you, you know that? that our favorite game to play is Get a Good Night's Sleep. That's right. I'll, I'll, I'll start. I'm really good at okay. it. Oh, I won because I got a great night's sleep on my purple mattress. Is that right? On purple? That's exactly right. A new high score, in fact. <gasps> I counted all the number of times I got a perfect night's sleep on my purple mattress, and it turned out to be 100%. Wow. I wish I could compete with oh. your <laughs> with your high score. Well, James, well, James, you can be an elite purple mattress man like me and get the get the high scores that, that I get every single night by getting a purple mattress. I can and get my what? very own purple mattress? You can get your very own purple mattress. Oh, gosh. Tell us, me how. I will. <laughs> and if you go through us, you get a nice little bonus on it. The purple mattress, for those of you out there who aren't in the know, for those, I don't know, who don't know, like what even know what sleep is, how could you? It is a mattress that feels different than anything else you've ever slept on because it uses brand new science material made by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like memory foam. Mm-mm. No, it's a... Uh, they got purple technology in there. You can't beat this purpleness. The purple material feels very unique. It's firm, soft, same time. Keeps everything supported, super comfortable, breathable, nice, and cool. And now I've sold everyone on how, how good of a game it plays. I've sold everybody on how nice it feels. I think now I, I'll let you in on that special gift. If you get the purple mattress through this podcast, you can get a free purple pillow with the purchase of it. That is in addition to all the other nice free stuff that Purple is giving away on their site all the time. You just text OFFICIAL to 84888. That is the only way to get a free pillow if you text OFFICIAL to 84888. O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L to 84888. Free pillow with the Purple mattress. I, I, I guess if we're talking about games, I'll go ahead and say it. Why don't you level up to a Purple mattress? I did it. Zing. I dropped it. I fucking, I nailed it. It it was perfect. That was a very legitimate 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Purple is so comfy. I actually have one. Legit. I I have a purple mattress and it's it's dope as shit. Can I swear? I don't know if I can swear. I don't want to swear if you guys don't want me to. But I... Yeah, please. (laughs) Please swear, actually. That was a... We did a we did a big comparison between a bunch of different uh, mattresses and stuff, and the purple absolutely won out. And I got it because I heard them from you guys. You guys were talking about them. How'd you swear? And we investigated you didn't What's swear that? there why did you ask for permission you said motherfucker like 20 minutes ago oh, I swear. <laughs> yeah. he meant for the yeah. he meant for the yeah. ad well, i just mean because he doesn't know ad. if they'd be okay with that i understand oh oh i'm sorry yeah you're right. right i mean i can swear again That's if you want okay. me to 
You're right. But but no, you know what? Good mattress. You can what you can do on your fucking purple mattress, which is so fucking awesome, is fucking refund Mortal Kombat once you're done playing it. <laughs> it's so goddamn boring. Charlie, I guess you were playing it. Give mm. us your thoughts. Uh, so I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan. I didn't like Ten very much, but I liked Nine a lot, and I played the shit out of it. I think the new one has really good mechanics, and it's a lot slower than the others, but I think it's got a lot of potential. I don't know any bread and butter combos or anything yet, but one thing I noticed is the story mode is kind of ass. Like, there's cutscenes constantly, they constantly desync, so then the voices don't match the lips by like 10 seconds. The graphics- That's your problem? Not not the fact that the cutscenes run for like six minutes at a time? Oh, and yeah, the cutscenes are unbearably long, like, a lot of times with nothing happening. Like, they'll sail a ship and you get the entire fucking voyage in front of you. And the, for yeah. some reason, the graphics, like, cut down during cutscenes sometimes, where, like, a beard will float away. Uh, the writing, yeah, the writing's really, really? ass, too. <laughs> a beard will float away. I like that phrase. Yeah, but that sounds awesome. That's kind of hilarious. I would love that. Yeah, yeah that's kind of sold me yeah. on the game. It's like honestly, the talent. plot is like nonsensical Power Rangers shit mixed with like out of nowhere gore. So like for the first... Well, it's kind of always been Power Rangers shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's more it's jarring this dignified. time. Like it's a lot more jarring. So like the cage will make a threat like, I'm about to fuck your ass while killing your throat. And then you beat him in that fight, and then he's like, I hope you've learned your lesson, and he walks away, and he's still alive. And then, you know, obviously he comes back later, still evil. And then out of nowhere, you'll do the same thing, like, I'm going to fuck your throat and kill your ass. And then you actually, like, do cut their head off. It's like a, <laughs> always all over the place in tone. It'll go from, like, the forgiving Power Rangers garbage to, like, you know, a fatality in the cutscene. It's odd. It, and I... It feels like they used to be really self-aware and they're kind of like yeah, trying to yeah. be hardcore now. And it's, it, yeah. I really don't like the... The, prob- the problem is that Mortal Kombat, I'm, I'm of the viewpoint of it, that Mortal Kombat itself is a product of the 90s where it was like, check out this violence and this blood and we got we got ninjas and kung fu yeah. and all this shit. And it's like, as time has gone on, it's just gotten lamer and lamer and lamer. Well, it's like dumber. that whole like Dead Space Two advertisement where they're like, "Your mom <laughs> hates Dead Space," like that whole like badass yeah, like yeah. style. I think that was like the last moment you could actually do that kind of thing, so it got less yeah. edgy. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm. I'm also not trying to like shit on the series. Like I. I also like Mortal Kombat a lot. I played all the way up to. Uh, oh God, what was after Deception? Like a late PlayStation, PS3, or whatever. So I. I played it for a long while. But with the modern ones, like 9, 10, 11, all that shit, it's just, it it doesn't hit the same chord. You know what I mean? It just feels, it feels goofy, but in a bad way. And then the violence feels like the afterthought. Like, oh, we, we have to have cool fatalities. Throw that in there. We have to make sure that this cool, edgy They're thing cool happens. Anymore. It's part of the all experience. look influenced right. by, or they look as if they hired somebody from Marvel. All of the characters now suddenly look like Marvel characters. I don't know if you guys noticed, but you could imagine Raiden in the Avengers at this point. They all have these gaudy outfits. I could see that. The women have been dressed up because you can't show belly buttons anymore because that's sexist and misogynistic and whatever. If you give a girl a bride, it means you're a Nazi. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like the uh the the thing i i took away when watching footage of this game is just to kind of go with that whole the tone doesn't make any sense i think it's sonia 
Sonya has a move. It's either her x-ray or a throw where she grabs the dude and like there's a gun turret and she just runs his face into the gun turret oh, awesome. and the turret is just shooting him in the head. Kind of- and then he falls over and he's like, ow, that hurt. <laughs> And it's like the fight just keeps going. And it's like back in the, back in the old Mortal Kombat, you'd have really brutal moves. Like someone would get stabbed or like punched really hard or they'd like break their arm or something. But it made sense. Like, okay, now I will keep fighting until I am killed. But in the new Mortal Kombat, your regular basic attacks are like, I just cut his arm off and beat him with it. And yet he's still fighting just fine. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, doesn't, it feels all over the place. Game. Well, it's like when, when uh, they got to the point in Dragon Ball Z where they were already gods. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like... Th- they can only go so you can only go so far it's like they peaked with frieza and then everything after that was like i, I don't know how to make this whoa bigger. whoa 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 them's fighting words, I, oh, come on oh, come on they, well, they, was they peaked cool. with they peaked with cell <laughs> and the, i will not back down from boo, that the boo saga was the too much it was too much oh yeah no we we all agree yeah. boo boo should not have every happened. 10 oh, episodes was the peak it's I, too I much fight every 10 episodes the they break another barrier where the saiyan goes oh you thought this was the final limit well it wasn't because we need to sell more toys. <laughs> yeah. So See, this is my Super Saiyan Form ninety eight, where I look like a chimp. See, I was I was okay with it though because when you first get the Super Saiyan, it's this mystical prophecy they introduce for Dragon Ball Z, and it's this big hype like, oh, could he be it? Is he the chosen one for a thousand years? And like, oh my god! And then you know you keep going along, and then in the Cell Saga, everyone's a Super Saiyan, it loses its mystic. But then Gohan, who all series is hyped up, is like, he's got more potential than all of us. He could be the strongest. Like yeah. Gohan is fucking nuts and hasn't done it. He finally at the end of Cell Saga shows, yeah, I'm literally the strongest character in the fucking world get on my level and then he doesn't do dick the rest of the series (laughs) exactly if they stopped there it would have been perfect it's like you have your prophecy you have your MacGuffin and then you have Gohan who is always this like kind of mysterious oh man he could do some shit finally reaching that potential end the series done amazing anime but then Boo comes along and everyone's character development goes down the fucking toilet I don't understand why they made Trunks so dumb he was such a badass when he came from the future it was just like this dope fucking like crop top like just his outfit was like yeah that dude is badass as shit and then like trunk comes out with these these like weird high water khaki shorts and shit what are you in a bowl cut oh i'm so fucking mad. james james do you remember when they showed the android movie for trunks and they showed future gohan ah. Who's like, who's like, yo, man, I lost my fucking arm. These androids are kicking my ass, but I'm still fighting. I just, I feel this, I feel this regret because it's like, I couldn't save this world. I just, I never hit that potential. And then he dies. And then you get the Cell Saga and he's like, oh my God, in this alternate fixed timeline, I hit that potential. I saved the world. We did it. We did what future Gohan failed to do. And then Boo comes along and future Gohan gets to go, I'm the great Saiyaman. Look at my costume. costume I'm I'm running around saving the city. I got everybody, no problem. Wasn't Gohan also so the bad. nerd who goes to school and reads books as the, the yeah, galaxy's yes, strongest yeah. man? Why don't you enslave a I planet know. or two, you idiot? It was it was it was funny when his mom was forcing him to study because she wanted him to be a normal kid, and it what was the that fuck whole was Gigi's problem? Dad. That it's like the fucking <laughs> the entire goddamn universe, not even just Earth, but the whole fucking universe is at stake. And she's like, "No, he needs to figure out how to do <laughs> long know. division." Not just a state. Your son defeated Cell. He could enslave the universe. He could be the next, the intergalactic Attila the Hun. And you're making him study what? Math? I want him to use an abacus. 
<laughs> fucking ridiculous. And, and then he smashes uh. it over Cell's head. It was it was funny when it was comedic relief where you had the duality because like Goku's the strongest man on Earth and yet Chi Chi runs their house. So it's like he's like, oh, I don't care, son. Come train with me. And she's like, no, he's studying. And then he studies because Chi Chi's scary. And like, I, I, I get it. But then when Gohan legitimately nukes like a third of the planet with a fucking yeah. power blast, maybe he doesn't need to learn algebra. <laughs> well, it's also like Go- Goku wasn't a good dad. He was a bad dad. Oh, not at all. Not he was at a all. Fucking, yeah, he had the intelligence yeah. of a 13 year old and he's just like eating and sleeping and then <laughs> killing all day long. And then when he has the opportunity to save the world, he's like, I want to see what he's like at his full potential. What? He's Go- a man child. Goku is a fucking idiot. You could even accuse yeah. Chi Chi of being a predator. <laughs> yeah, no formal training. That was why it was funny. Having sex with this man who's obviously disabled and at the mental level of a 16 year old at best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i mean then you have a f- uh, fucking uh uh krillin he just basically gets with a real doll and that's like the rest of his existence is, oh is with oh man strange James. robot there's 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 a video out there i forgot who made it but it's it's really really smart it's it's the explanation that in dragon ball z if you're a human you're fucked because back in back in dragon ball humans mattered and actually did shit and they were powerful kung fu masters and enemies and shit but as soon as Dragon Ball Z hits, if you are not an alien, so if you're not a Salin or a Namekian or whatever, you do not do a goddamn thing that entire show. No, because Krillin's the, the strongest guy in the entire, on the all, whole old planet. He's the strongest And all he does, Earthling. all he does is get his ass kicked. Yeah. And at one point, he's given a MacGuffin to kill an android. Not even himself. He's given a little remote to do like, it. Goku, can you please put my backpack on for me? I can't reach my arm back that far. <laughs> <laughs> that's his whole plot development yeah goku i lost a contact lens i don't even know if i find it if i should even put Cute it back in previews of seven episodes goku, i'd help goku you in this fight to get him his contacts yeah dude goku i'd love to help you but i pulled my hamstring standing up <laughs> i'd love to help but if i stood I, you'd everyone would see my boner <laughs> Sometimes it just happens for no explanation. Russian blonde uh, cyber doll goes for the bald midget. That's who she falls for. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's a touching love story. (laughs) I mean, you know, I bet he's got a great sense of humor. It happens in real life all the time. Anyway, back to Mortal Kombat. (laughs) It still sucks. That was a nice derail. I liked it, but that was a derail. Apparently they have a cutscene. Mortal Kombat, not Dragon Ball. Apparently they have a cutscene where Jax... Uh, says that slavery is bad because that's a message we really needed to hear in this day and age. I don't know, man. You're pushing Wait, some boundaries yeah, with I those know, opinions. Right? <laughs> Holy shit. Pushing it's the envelope with that one. God. I mean, well, does it make sense it, in the universe? In, in, in... The, the plot is a mess. Oh. Yeah, have you seen... Yeah, Jackson, since since the very beginning, Mortal Kombat's plots have all been convoluted garbage with way too many characters. I, I'd say it's worse than Kingdom Hearts. Like, it's it's just so... Those, oh, are, heavy words. those are heavy words. I mean, because you have, like, three, at least three universes that are it all, like, parallel, just been, right? So, like, what what even is... It used to be, at least with, um... You guys remember that TV show they did, Mortal Kombat Conquest? Which... Of course, combat time. Uh, it was it was bad, <laughs> but I watched it because oh, I had a crush so on the girl. I I forgot her name, but she also played the Terminator in the Sonia, the half liquid, half metal Terminator chick. She played that mm-hmm. one. I had a huge crush on her, so I watched this series. Yeah, Alex Mack. And yeah, 
That it series was. was terrible, Kaya, because it was a fucking kids' cartoon made out of an M-rated game, so no one ever <laughs> got god hurt. Awful. That was the most was sensible great. of the cartoons I... that they would make back then. Yeah. You remember when they and, and every time they started combat, Sonya Blade would run and going combat oh. time. <laughs> and at the end, shit. they had to that cancel so the show. I think so. They they had to wrap it all up within a single episode. So Shao Kahn just invites Raiden into his lair, and he kills Raiden. He kills all the good characters and Shao Kahn wins. That was the end, basically wrapped up in a neat little bow. But the story was Mortal Kombat is this combat tournament where they teleport in people from all the different dimensions or whatever. And then they just uh, fight for the survival of their realm. That's a good premise. Just why why do you have to go far? I'm, I log on to Mortal Kombat 11 and when I say log on... I mean, log on. You have to be online for fucking everything in this. Even the tutorial. I don't know why. What? I don't know why the... Yeah. Are you serious? Like, I'm on my toilets with my Switch. I'm oh, playing man. the tutorial <laughs> to figure out how to play this game because I haven't played it in, uh, in over a decade. And it's telling me, oh, well, you aren't connected to the servers right now. Hang on while we connect to the servers. Why? It's a tutorial. Mm. Show me how to do a combo. I... <laughs> I, I... I really hope Days Gone doesn't have any of these like crippling uh, sins. I just like, <laughs> I mean, it's not my fault if it has that kind of shit. I'm going to put that out there. But like, it, yeah. you know, I want it to be good. I hope it's good too, man. But let's, yeah. let's be honest. Zombie games. I, I, I want to know your thoughts. Yeah, zombie genuinely. games are hit or miss real What's hard. They are. It's also very sad. Days Gone, right? Don't feel ashamed to make them fun and don't uh. put. You probably shouldn't have a message that slavery is bad. We know. Don't be condescending. I mean, somebody so needs my, to say my, it. Oh, God, it's just this. Yeah. Just keep the most the played out. <laughs> it's been 200. Not just that, but how many years has it now since this asshole has gotten elected Trump? What, three years? What, what is it? 2019? Yeah. I looked at my watch uh, to guess the year. But this is still one of... <laughs> this is still... Here, I clipped this. One of Shao Kahn's intros uh, is this. You are the one true Khan. Let us make Outworld great again. Har, 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 har. No, dude. You get oh. it? He's an evil no, dictator. No, I, I laughed oh. because I thought it was... Wait. I, I I laughed I laughed because when I thought he came in I thought he was going to stop and just go let us make out would have been better <laughs> that just that dude, yeah shit. I would have oh liked that if it I can't into- believe they go Donald Trump as a voice actor it's pretty impressive <laughs> yeah I mean compared to what it used to be that would have been fun that that was a man see I don't even know like I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty liberal compared to most folks on the internet that's that's fuck that's fucking annoying I can't stand that shit mm-hmm. it is I cannot stand that yes Stupid. orange man bad the, oh. any kind of pandering is also who are you, who's that for <laughs> it's like you're not <laughs> nobody's gonna be like yeah <laughs> you know like you're not winning over anyone's anyone over there probably game journalists Ooh, yeah. are gonna eat that shit up really because you know they don't they don't play they don't play the games they just clap at what they recognize <sighs> that sucks. Yeah, that's frustrating as all hell. Yeah, game journalists do <laughs> suck. Yeah, that so, was. Ugh, I can't stand it. I fucking hate game journalism. Yeah. Oh god. Do we have a things we like corner or anything? Oh yeah, you bet Kyle? we do. Sorry, just. Oh yeah. Well, we shouldn't bother because we can't all pick James Allen McCann. Oh, that's the point. stop! Damn it, that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna, I was pick gonna pick before. I knew it. I knew it. And you go before me, and that's not fair. Like you in the room with me right now. But anyway. <laughs> no, I have. I James, have one we have uh, evolved much like Gohan since the last time you've been here. We're now the top Saiyan in the podcasting industry, 
because we now have a jingle for our things we like corner. So perk your ears and listen to this. They're perked. They might seem like cynical dicks, so they're going to throw this into the mix. Just so you don't think they're dead inside, it's the things we like corner. Oh, that's delightful. Mm -hmm. It's just charming. (laughs) That's like watermelon, strawberry, like that flavoring that you get in candy that's just like very... It's just clearly not a real flavor in real life, but it just makes you happy because it reminds you of childhood. That's what that was. That's a very Aww, sweet yeah. description. Nice. That's so cute. And so James, in, in tradition of when we have a guest, because as you know, we always go in jack order, but we like to give the guests their first two. So would you like to tell us free form can be anything, mm. something that you like this week? Oh my God. Is it, are we talking entertainment? Anything. Are we talking about just like a, anything. a nice moment anything I in the anything, anything in the last week that has given you endorphins? Mm. Anything. Damn. There's so much good stuff. I'm trying to be more positive lately in general. My, you know what? I've been listening to a lot of my, my, uh, a musician that I, uh, got into and I'm now friends with. Her name is, uh, Lydia Liza on, um, you can find her on like Spotify. She, she is so fucking good. She actually let me use, uh, one of her songs for the end of the first episode of gray area. I am fucking in love with her music. I've been listening to a lot of her and, uh, the littlest man band lately. Oh my God. It just makes me chill. I love it. All right. But that's yeah, been, that's, that's been so my sweet. endorphins. Yeah. That is so nice. What's her name? Lydia Liza. Lydia Liza. Yeah. The song okay. is won't even be that I use, but it's, it's, you know, that she is so she is such a wonderful person and she's so viciously talented it's just nice to see uh i don't know i it's just it's just cool to have like friends who are making stuff that i really love like that mm-hmm. um yeah what about y'all speaking of which i'm still going to go with what i originally was going to say andrew and say james Allen McCune <laughs> is such a fucking Aww. sweetheart i'm stealing it before i want to hug you guys <laughs> he's the sweetest man the most you beautiful motherfucker man. <laughs> He's gorgeous, and he makes great content on YouTube now as well. Oh, I hope. If I ever you do, you if do. I ever don't, please tell me. I want to hear your genuine. I trust you guys' opinions because you're you're incredibly smart. No, you that that fucking that one episode, that one episode of Gray Area was probably more effort had more effort put into it than most YouTubers do in their in their careers. I mean, I don't know. So, if effort's always a good measurement of yeah, what success, a just based on the rest of my career. <laughs> but thank it you. was good at the bar it rewarded you <laughs> i appreciate that man sincerely you're the richest hobo james <laughs> oh god <laughs> give it give it a week that'll guaranteed to be true no now you have robin hood that's, that's my th- oh. should we play the trailer for uh gray area yeah 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 play the trailer oh, for yeah, gray play area. It. okay sure. this is the trailer for gray area James Ellen McCune's new show on YouTube. And I think it's really interesting that the person on the side of things that is the most disagreeable, in my opinion, is the one who's willing to talk the most. What makes somebody a good person? What makes them a bad person? Gordon Scale, arguably one of the most popular true crime podcasts. It's huge. Literally got fired over a joke. It's run by a guy who is an interesting figure, to say the least. Everybody needs to lighten up a little bit in this planet. He called me. Hello? Hi, is this Mike? I recorded it. <laughs> A very lengthy chronicle of all of the things that he has done to be a dick to the public. Oh, that's terrible. Why would you say that? What the fuck? I have this guy who's like, fuck you, to a group of people who are who are hurting, 
That's gonna piss them off. I just, I feel, I feel a little bit confused about life as a whole. Is that you have every right to say what you want, but you have the right to consequences. That's a. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll, a sorry, I'll, I'll fade it out there. I hadn't listened to the trailer. Yeah, that's a that's a real funky theme song there. Uh, I like thanks, it, man. That was I was like I was noodling around, and that was originally going to be a placeholder, but it got to the point where I was like, I can't figure out what else I would do now. It's been well, anything better. Uh, James, in front of yeah. in front of everyone here, I give you permission to use the song "2019 Guy" in case you'd like to put that in your next work. No, oh. I I'm and, going to find a way. I give you permission to use one of those, uh, you know how movies have that film festival award thing like Sundance. You've been on the official podcast, put that on your trailer. Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Podcast approved. Just do it. Like been featured on the official (laughs) podcast. Five out of five stars. Just the the guy's mental effort in bringing the truth to the public. (laughs) I just like the idea of it. (laughs) You can quote us anything you like. I don't know. Saying anything you like. Here, here's the yeah. thing. I love, I love many things about you, wonderful boys. Many, many things. The, the thing that I really love about you guys is that you are completely fearless about saying what you're thinking. And it's like, yeah, fuck you, James. Yeah, please do. But there, there's a, uh, it's, it was interesting just, just kind of like going through this whole situation. It became a huge conversation about like censorship and the, uh, people getting angry at the way people speak and stuff like that. I, I don't know. Like, I, I really just love that you guys are genuine and you just say stuff without really, you know, you're not, you're not too worried about offending people. And that's fine with me. I'm not trying to like control what everybody's saying. And it's just like, I don't know. I just appreciate that you guys are being genuinely yourself and not like railing against the machine just for the sake of pissing people off. You know? Yeah. And I think that's like, it's nice. I feel like people are kind of overcorrecting and being dicks to everybody <laughs> adjacent to them. Uh, instead of just On like the other hand, <laughs> fuck the system. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Cops are bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I we don't like. We don't like dogs. Capitalism is no evil. Dogs. And it's your turn. No dogs. <laughs> yeah, tools of the oh. white supremacy. Yeah. Has anyone said that we shouldn't have slavery? That should probably be put out there. <laughs> hey, oh, the oh, 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 me, 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 me. I'll take this one. Okay. Uh, slavery really needs whoa. to make a comeback. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am a southern that was man. A script. That that adjacent to me is going to be a big problem. Someone's going to use that against me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you have a photo of yourself in blackface? Wasn't that you? <laughs> that was... Well, to be fair, was purple. Um, <laughs> I was trying to be Mr. Popo. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I forgot you told us that story. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What, you were trying to be Mr. Popo, a literal yeah. blackfish? Shh, quiet, shh, quiet, quiet. Yeah, quiet. It was on a bonus episode. <laughs> it doesn't need to be out in the public. But you can learn it. Oh, yeah. It's just me apologizing yeah, you can learn over about James Allen McCune's mistakes <laughs> on the Patreon bonus episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's gonna be a great area episode about you soon enough i'm gonna do yeah it's gonna be me investigating myself and i'll have like a, a whole interview with me just being like you can't fucking tell me what to do <laughs> in hand in handcuffs and <laughs> shit. yeah uh, people gotta lighten up on this planet your turn andrew uh god Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with ESP guitars. Ooh, yeah. I, yeah. I've been noodling around on guitar lately, and I, I bought 
my first guitar, which I still have and mostly use, like 14 years ago. And it is an ESP guitar, and it is nice, and it's been holding up, and it still sounds good. It needs work because it's old, but whatever. And I've also, a couple days ago, ordered a new one to uh, also fumble around with and just have a new, nice, newer design one and this and that. But just, like, looking over their website, I really love their designs. They look super good. They have a lot of good-looking stuff. And uh, looking around in reviews and stuff, they always get high reviews, and I've never once seen really negative things about them. There are a lot of bands that I like that play them, and just, yeah, I, I enjoy mine a lot. I enjoy their designs and styles a lot. And I, I would, after the one I have, and in a couple days after the one I'm getting, will probably continue to recommend them. Yeah. Those are damn good guitars. You're, they you're are. You're wrong. I like it. They have that like Charlie. They have the active pickup. Oh, right? good. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going off on. Yeah, a... no, that's okay. They have they have a EMG pickup. Yeah, I was yeah. chasing rabbits on that one, but I, you you are spot on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just think they look great. Mine, the one I have, sounds great. Again, I've only got one, so I can't like speak for all of them. But mine sounds great. Looks great. Still plays great after 14, 15 years. So yeah, that's awesome. I'm down with that. Um, yeah. What do I like in the corner this week? uh edf iron rain uh the new earth defense force game came out last week i haven't played all that much of it i've only played a few hours but it's really good edf's one of my favorite series of games i'd recommend them yeah okay all right kaya i wish i had a game that looked as good as the first Earth Defense Force as opposed to Mortal <laughs> Kombat. But instead, I'll plug He's so PBS Space Time, which is a really good show about space and all that stuff. I don't get the math oh. or any of the science behind it, but the guy who's presenting it is he's fun to listen to. He always looks like he wants to fight you. He looks like, I don't know why, but they green screened this man into <laughs> space shots and animations and he just looks like a frat bro who's <laughs> calling you out like, you want to go, bro? Like, yeah, I'll fight you in front of the supernova, bro. But it's it's actually really scientific. I don't get it, but it's super fun to watch on the side. They have a lot of videos. It's PBS Space Time. All the episodes are on YouTube. It's fun to watch. That's my thing. I gotta check that out. Huh. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question, Kaya. Is it less boring than Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman? I haven't watched Have you that. Watched that? No, I don't know. Okay, because I watched the first five episodes of it, and it's very good. It's very well done, and it's narrated by Morgan Freeman. So that's like that's a good selling point. But God damn, does it drag and get boring sometimes? Maybe. Right and I, I've always been. I've always been sitting there going, you know, I want to learn about space and wormholes and all this shit because, like, I think it's awesome. And I thought that show would be perfect for it, but I just, I kept zoning out and tuning out. So if, if you think it would compare with that, I'm down. I'm in. I mean, I, I always zo- uh, zone out as soon as they bring up math equations on the screen and tell <laughs> me about the black limit of quasars and the event horizon equations of okay i just like the graphics i'm like a cat in an airport carrying bag looking onto a world that i don't really understand but i'm fascinated by it all these engineers that's my plug (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically yeah i have to get on a plane it's loud it's scary i don't know what's happening so james before we let you go there's one obligation you still have, which is playing a game with us, yes. which is guessing which game a cutscene is from. I'm going to play you guys a cutscene. 
Okay. You have to guess the game. If you can guess the franchise, you get a point. If you can guess a specific game, you get another one. All right, cool. Does that sound good? It sounds good. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody ready? Yes. I'm ready. Yeah. Wait, do I say it out loud just when I think of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, just I say it. Yeah, just screech it out. Okay. We can compare audio to whoever's first. Copy that. Anyway. Yes. Here we go. With the power of these emeralds, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic Adventure 2. I named the franchise and the game. I know, I named the character. Yeah, it's Sonic Adventure 2 in Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. Well, do I get a point because I said Shadow? Yeah. I said Sonic Adventure 2 at some point. Yeah, I'm I'm a little torn here because Andrew said said Sonic the hedgehog which is right i'm pretty sure that was the franchise. i guess that's the franchise is correct but charlie said shadow so charlie i think i'll have to divide the points between you two well what yeah, game is it one, from one. It's not two, this is right? from oh, shadow andrew the didn't hedgehog even, oh, andrew didn't shadow. get the game, right? just the game. oh wow oh no i got the well, series yeah, right but i mean the franchise is sonic yeah it's, it's a sonic franchise, franchise game you got that right but you yeah. got shadow yeah. correctly yeah well what's funny is charlie I, wasn't I, even I guessing why. the game so he was guessing the, the character i recognized the voice from my childhood yeah wow yeah yeah i so i i i at first said sonic the hedgehog is the series and then i said sonic adventure 2 which is wrong so i guess that would be one point for charlie one for me Sonic yes, is just such a dumb is. fucking franchise. Yeah. And really, it is. I love it. It's real goofy. I can't help it. It is sickeningly bad. I fucking love it. I don't know why. Just the fucking. Oh, didn't we talk about this on your actual main episode all those so. years ago? Yeah, it's it's like the fucking butt rock. It's my favorite. I I, I used to go yeah. running and working out to the soundtracks from Sonic Adventure One and Two. Okay, okay oh, James, I got a I got a I got a good qu- question for you. Then, James, did you play Sonic Forces? Uh, no, I didn't get into Sonic Forces actually. Oh. I wanted to know what kind of fucking Sonic OC you made, you disgusting degenerate. Oh, dude, I totally drew, like, a Sonic version of myself back in the day, though. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Chris Chan. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was a submission by Scorpius. Love it. So thank choice. you That's for that. Uh, yeah, Scorpius, yeah, the cutscene. I asked our patrons for cutscene ideas that I quizzed quiz the boys on. Last week, we used Devil May Cry 1, by the way. I forgot to credit the person that was from Amaterasu. So thanks for sending on all the cutscenes that I would otherwise not really know about. And that's he it. Really, I think uh, we... He yeah. really tripped me up with that one because Sonic Adventure 2 is the one that's notorious for like all the terrible cutscenes and voice acting and just being really awkward. But Shadow, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even remember the Game of Thrones of Sonic? What good game is there? <laughs> Well, fair. That's fair. But like Sonic Adventure Two is just notorious for just really, really. Because at, so at one point they, um, is oh yeah, the and even, even no, that that was originally on the they on the Dreamcast, and then it went to the GameCube. Was on the GameCube. Yeah, and and the the thing I know about that why it was so awkward. I know this dumb fact. When they recorded it originally, it was in Japanese for the voice acting. But when they went to English, they didn't bother to like redub the voice lines and all the other stuff. So when they speak in English, everyone's just cutting each other off and talking over each other because oh, the voice pattern's not nearly the same. <laughs> it's great. So like in Japanese, you'll have Sonic be all like, oh, it's Shadow. And Shadow will be like, you can't stop me. But in English, they have to translate that to longer sentences. So it'll be like, it's Shadow. You can't stop me. And it's just, it's it's a fucking beautiful mess. I love it. That, anyway. that describes Sonic as a whole pretty much. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's a guilty pleasure for sure. Unlike this, which is just a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for for bringing me on. 
James, thank I, you. Yeah, perfect outro. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, anytime I'm lying. Shout out your stuff. Shout out your stuff, man. Oh, yes. If you want to follow me on uh, Everywhere It Matters, uh, my at is at uh, J-A-L-L-E-N-M-C. My Patreon is just James Allen McCune. Uh, and uh, the same. that's the same for my my YouTube channel. Um, the uh, series is called Gray Area, and there'll be more more of that coming out soon. I'm dropping the clarification episode, I think, next in, in one week, next Tuesday. Um, so nice. And if yeah. you would like to clip it, he did say the words, "I am the pedophile guy." We're, we're going to. That wasn't me. That was my twin brother. He is a, a <laughs> aggressive. Uh, it makes me very aggressively uncomfortable, and I, I claim no responsibility for what he says. <laughs> we'll have Your links brother. in the description the to all face. of James's stuff as well. So we'll link James down. saying that. Yeah, your support yeah. means so yes. much to me, guys. Thank you so much for having me. You're on. always really welcome, man. That. No, thank you for coming on. Coming on, man. Yeah. And if you yeah. out there would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash the official podcast. James might show up there. I can't make any promises, but you know. He's yeah, he's been on a bonus. He might come on to another one. If you really want to hear James, tell us. Call 585-612-1388. Get drunk first, real proper drunk. Like get be a proper pissette. Tell us you want James on the show. Yeah. And maybe we'll and if, pull some uh, strings and make it happen. That's, that's my bad and signal. If you, and if you want to hear more of us, you can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all hmm. sorts of other audio platforms for your podcast needs. Help us dominate just everywhere that people talk for an hour. Mm. We need to do it. Give my boys money. Jackson. Yes. Jackson. James money. No, no, Jackson, do the, do the other thing. It's your turn. What? Didn't we just do everything? We've yeah. done everything. What thank thing? you for thank you for watching this week's Goodbye, episode. Everyone. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Good week, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>